0: part 2 of the Shir Uh, slight interruption so we talk about at the end of the Pasha that Yitzchak sends Yaakov to Lavan to get a wife and he mentioned him and he bents him and him do not take a woman from the women of Canaan. Only, stand up, go to Palavarim, the house of Besuel, father of my mother. Take from there a wife, and from the daughters of Lovon, the brother of my mother. And he continues, Yitzchak continues and says, and God Almighty should bless you. Yifrecha, Yirbcha, Yisrael Kalam should multiply, should become many, You should be a great nation. Bitnachal as <laughs> birchas Avram, give you the blessing of Avraham. Nachal is zarah itchal to you, to your children, their after, their to inherit as Eretz Migurecha, She Nasan on the land of dwelling which God gave to Avraham. Rashi explains the idea of birchas Avram, what does it mean, the blessings of Avram? She gives to you the blessing of Avram, to you and to your children after. Rashi says as follows. As birchas Avram, what does that refer to? He told him, the Ezra, the God, I'll make you for a great nation. And I'll bless your children, your offspring. Those same blessings should happen to you Whatever came out from this, the nation, this same thing, your children, your offspring should be blessed. The commentaries on Rashi already came up with the questions and the situation. The Palsuk itself, in its continuity, explains the blessing of Avram that it has to do with the inheritance of the land. To inherit for you the land of your dwelling. If that's the case, why is Rashi coming and telling us there's a different bracha, not the bracha that it says in the pasuk? Rashi does not go on to find any deep meanings in anything. He explains the simple meaning, the simple meaning of the pasuk. Which is, what Rashi's, which is what Rashi always uses. So if the simple Pasuk explains the situation here, why is Rashi going out on the limb and trying to find a new explanation for this? The truth is, Rashi's explanation is questionable. Not only because of the continuation of the Pasuk, but the thought behind, thought process behind it. If the intention of Yitzchak was the blessings of make you a great nation, may you, bless, may you be blessed and your offspring, he didn't have to say the words, Birchas Avraham, the blessing of Avraham, for that. For Yitzchak himself knew exactly what the blessing was and he was blessed with this. Now we hear this before, where it says, he Isaac himself was blessed to multiply his offsprings like the stars in heaven. It's also the same exact blessing that your children will be blessed, your offspring will be blessed in all nations of the world. In that case, why did Yitzchak have to bless Yaakov and say, "I'm using Birchas Avram"? He could have said the brachas that I got. Why is he giving me the brachas that Avram got? The explanation, perhaps, you could say is the Pasuk's simple form that Yitzchak came to bless Yaakov about the inheritance of the land. It doesn't jive. Because now, Yitzchak comes along and is sending him to Chutzlaretz. He's sending Yaakov away from the blessing of the land. If he's sending him away from the land, then what kind of blessing are you giving him about the land that he's in? If he's sending him out of here. He's telling him, go take a wife there. So what does the blessing of the land have to do here? What does one have to do with the other? Whereas the Bracha, from the passing prior, God should bless you, multiply and to be blessed, and to... In multitudes to be of a great nation it's understood therefore that the bracha is connected to marriage through this Yaakov will then be blessed in that case the blessing has nothing to do with inheriting land, it has to do with being married, being married has nothing to do with the land here therefore Ashi explains that it's birchas Avram the bracha that has to do with the shidduch. Because the intention is that you should be made into a great nation, etc. And those are mar- shaykh to marriage of multiplying and having children. And he should, should give birth and bring in many children. And they should all be blessed. Yitzchak himself was also blessed with these blessings. But still, in all, when he comes to bless Yaakov, he says Bir because Yaakov needed a bracha that was of a greater magnitude, which is from Avram, a special way. Yaakov was now going out on a journey. Naturally speaking. It is actually, in essence, um, subtracting from the multiplying, multiplying from bringing children into the world, and the name of God. Because he's going out of Eretz Israel. Therefore, Yitzchak blessed him with the bracha that Avram was given. He should stand before going on this trip. Which was of when you go out of your land that's when you're going to be made a big nation for the going the traveling not did not minimize but rather it gave it, it intensified and this is the same thing with the bracha, of his the intention here is that his journey should be the mere fact that he's going on this journey should already bring to him the everything that that, should have, that he had needed to have. Perhaps we can add to this a little bit. The general question first begs the begs question: Why did Yitzhak send Yaakov himself to pardon Avram? he should take a wife. Why did he not do like Avram did, send a servant? Why did he send them out of, out of Eretz So, Yitzchak sent Yaakov with an intention to get a wife not to run away from Esau. Simple explanation of the passage tells us Rivka did not reveal to Yitzchak Esau's uh, evil intentions to Yaakov. And she only spoke to him, telling him that he has got to get married, and she go take a boy, I take a girl, from the land of Canaan. So just the opposite. In our case, it was much easier to send the shliach, for Yitzchak was already blessed. Exactly, who would be his wife? Take from there, from the isha of Neis the mother of your father, the father of your mother. Now, like by Avram, he said yes, to the go only from my land and from where I was born, etc., but didn't give him exact directions and the exact address. So it would be much easier to send the Shliach, because he knew exactly where he wanted. He wanted one of the daughters of Lavam. But the Bracha of Avrams, in the words of the Eschel the Gagodal, to make you into a great nation, comes in a merit of going in journey and since he completed the mission of Lech Lecha, the commandment of God Lech Lecha, go out your way so to hear Yitzchak sends Yaakov to be Mekayim, his mitzah, get up and go to Padmaram for the merit of this journey that is going to bring about the fruition of the blessing of Avram which means to say Not only Yitzchak blesses Yaakov that the journey is not going to affect him and not cause him to have less children, but just the opposite. Yitzchak saw by him going out on this journey, he becomes a vessel and in this merit, Yaakov will receive the brachas of Avram. The fact that he goes out on the road just like Avram did. So according to this, we now can explain how the continuity of the Pasuk goes. To inherit to you the land that God gave to Avram. Since Yaakov stood to leave the land and to build a home in Chutzlaret, in the merit of his travel, he received the Brach of Avram, while Asa was still in Eretz Yisrael, we could think that from now on Asa will own Eretz Yisrael and Yaakov will be by Laban. Therefore, he adds, Yitzchak adds, So tuchas Eretz To the you, you will be the heir to this, for Yaakov was leaving Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael still remained him his. Just the opposite, just like the brachas of Avram. For children, would were so would also come into fruition by Yaakov. So it's understood, that also the blessings of the land that were given to Avram are connected to Yaakov and his children. Terah tells us Rivka was pregnant. Vayimu Yomer it fulfilled her days to, be, to give birth and she had twins Rashi says, what does that mean? but by Tamar it says where she had twins it says it didn't say it doesn't say she went full term and the time that she was giving birth And this was a whole, because she gave birth actually in the 7th month. So therefore, the concept of the twins twins was lacking. To Umim, it says Molly, because they are both tzaddikim. Here, unfortunately, one was a tzaddik, and one was not. What is Rashi trying to bring out here? Every posok the whole part of this, this whole posuk is extra, because we know that every every pregnancy goes term. Fact that they were twins. Rivka knew that as well, because they already told her, and she said, why the two? Why is the fighting going on over here? Is he a schizo? They said, no, these are children, two. God says to her, two nations. So what is the Apostle telling us here, that she had two, she had twins? But rather, this is what Rashi is explaining. Her day is filled. By Tamar it says, when she came time to give birth. Which means to say that the words, when her days came full, she came to term, comes to teach us that the intention here of the changing of the wording according to Tamar, because here it says, we, didn't, we wouldn't know to stress the intention what it says, We wouldn't understand that when Tamar gave birth, they were seven, the seventh month. They were Zibolach. They were in the seventh month. Only afterwards it says by, by Rivka, that she went full term. Only at that point, we understand what it says. By Tamar it says, It came the time for her to give birth. So therefore, this difference between the two P'sukham teaches us, that Tamar did not go full term. She went seven months. However, according to this, we still have a question. Since the pregnancy of Rivka was a great pain, more than a regular labor pains or anything that a regular woman goes through, as public says, they were at war with each other, they were fighting with each other. And so much so, she says, but Teimah, she says, "Im kein lomaz What do I need this for? And Hashem explains. But she said, "Im Kane gadol tsara ibur." If it's so painful, the pregnancy, lomaz anechem misavah nispaelas. All that, why did I daven for pregnancy b'chol? Why did I? Why did Hashem give this? beautiful gift with such pain such a long time let them give birth like Tamar in seven months therefore she continues and explains Vihine Sumim it doesn't say Seumim, it says Sumim missing an Aleph by Tamar it says Teumim with, with an Aleph in it because by Tamar they were both Tzadikim they were both righteous people Here, one was a tzaddik, and one was not. So the intention, what it says in the passage, is to explain the reason why it happened, why it explains that she went full term. Because only Tama, which gave birth to twins, that were tzaddikim, was the pain lessened, and she was do, able to give birth in seven days, in, in seven months instead of nine. We need to understand, we said before that Yitzchak blessed Yaakov to tell him to go on his journey. Asa saw, Esav came to show that he also wanted to do what his father wanted, he should have gone also to base Lavan, as he heard from him? from Yitzchak that he told it to Yaakov he should go take a daughter, daughter from there. Why did he not do that? Why did he marry a girl from Mishmol? So we can understand this. We find in the Psukim, in the Ksuvim we find the scriptures. It says in the psukim itself, I'm sorry, in the psukim itself it says two times Vayar Eesav. Eesav saw. Vayar Eesav kiverach Yitzchak Yaakov. He saw him blessing Yaakov. Shalach Ezebadeh Aram and send him to Vadeh Aram and When he blessed him. And then Yaakov listened and went. And then it says that his father does not like the daughters from Canaan. Why does it say twice that he saw? He saw two things. First, he saw to explain why he didn't go to Lavan, and the second to explain why he went to Ishmael. The first one was he saw that Yaakov was blessed from Yitzchak, and he sent him to at Aram to take from their wife, and he blessed him. Esav saw that the sending of Yaakov to Paddan Aram, and to take from their wife, was connected directly with the blessings that he blessed Yitzchak. In order to be able to receive these brachas, as we said before, he had to take a wife from Kana- from So therefore, he didn't need to see of He didn't want to go to Lavan. It's not. It does, it does. not befitting of him. It doesn't fit his mo. It doesn't fit into his his whole system. This blessing belongs to Yaakov. Leave me alone. Second thing. What is the second time he saw? <sighs> he saw that the children, the daughters of Canaan, were not good to his father. They didn't. Like, he didn't like the way they looked. The actual commandment: Do not take a daughter from here. This told Yaakov itself, only to Yaakov himself, but still, in all, Esav learned from it that don't just take a general, generalization so simply, so lightly about these daughters, because he says actually, he didn't like them. So he understood himself: This is a lesson for him himself also not to take to take a woman that's not from Bnei's Canaan. And therefore, Ace of two went into the way and taking a daughter of Yishmol. Um, they see the offsprings by each and every one of us. This is a short, an abridged version of the Shia this week, unfortunately, because of the break. Hashem should bench each and every one of us so we should see... Our children, our children's children, go gezunt to hate with Mashiach tzedkenu. and once again i would like to wish her a full for Ruzlin, Rachel And she should see her offspring in generations and generations as she would say, Until Mashiach comes. Shabbat Shalom to all.